Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Zam Talk. Um, you know, we didn't all know the Zam Talk. This is episode 10. I, I don't know how it's gotten this far. I don't know why it says everybody's muted. Maybe they did it on purpose. Who knows? But I'm here with Cam, as always, and we have a special guest. We're here with Sheena. Um, again, you know, I'm... Hi, guys. How's it How's it going? It's going pretty good. All right. I, don't, I, I guess you right? both muted on purpose. I don't know. Yeah, we're just letting you do your thing. Oh, all right. Okay, cool. I was confused. I thought it all went downhill. <laughs> I muted because he muted. All right. Well, that's good. That's cool. Anyway, <laughs> we're 10 that? episodes in somehow. Um, That's pretty nice. we got a nice cult following, you know. After this episode, I'm going to make money from this, which is interesting. It's going to finally let me cash out. We're not going to pay the thing, but... Yeah, we're about to make bank. And Cam, by I mean bank, me and you are going to make it $2 and we're going to have to split it down the middle. I know that's going to be a little hard. But, make two bucks. Anyway, so uh, yes, uh, we got a guest today, Sheena. Uh, you want to introduce yourself? What's up? Yeah. I don't really know how to introduce myself. Hey, I don't know either, you know. I've been doing this for so long, it just comes naturally to me. I think it's kind of funny how, like, this is how you're going to introduce yourself with this topic. Depression. <laughs> oh, yes, depression. The best way to introduce yourself. Yeah, that is pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I'm just going to, like, say for everybody, this, here's just a general trigger warning, you know, because this is an episode about depression. Um... I have a list of things I plan on talking about, so, you know, it gets pretty deep. Um, I guess we'll get to what depression means to us. Uh, Cam, you want to you wanna start us off, or should I? Um, I would just say depression is like... Mm, I don't know. It, it, it's it's kind of hard to describe. I think you have to go through it to really understand it, but... You know, most people, when they think of depression, it's like sadness and it's pretty much it. But like sometimes it can manifest in other ways. You know, you don't feel like doing anything. You don't have motivation to, you know, really live anymore. Sometimes, you know, it just it, it, it can manifest in different ways. But um, um, pretty much depression is just when you feel almost numb. You know, you feel sad, but it's not something that goes away. Yeah. I... And it really starts to affect you in many different ways. It first starts off just feeling a certain way, and then it starts to affect you physically. You can't you can't think straight. Um, just I'll let you guys kind of add on, but, yeah, it's pretty much. I was going to say it's like. It's like if you swallow a rock, you know, like a really big rock. It's just, it just kind of sits with you and it's just kind of there. You know, it's like, it's it's also like you got this like heavy cloud just kind of pulling you, pulling you in, you know. That's, that's how I kind of, that's what I kind of feel about it, you know. And I, it's just kind of a feeling I've had for like, what, five, six years. You know, you just feel this heaviness, you know, this, um, 
I don't know if I could say emptiness because in this in this weird way it's kind of like a fullness but like not a type you want yeah it's like you're like full of sadness but at the same time you're empty yeah well Sheena you have a you have a definition of uh, depression it's like something that affects like your whole life like it's hard to explain yeah like man it's like so... I'm agreeing with, with what you guys are saying yeah, I mean, like, it's it's so hard to, like, specifically understand, especially because everybody goes through something really different. Yeah, yeah just... people, like, not everyone's the same. Like, people get some symptoms, and, like, everyone's different. Yeah. Like, I remember, um, middle school is where it, gets, where, where it hits, you know? For, I think for a lot of people because you know you're, you're getting all these types of uh, types of people all coming in because when you're in elementary school you're just kind of you know off of this small group of people you get all these bigger like people coming in you get this whole group of people and you don't know any of them and then like that can kind of weigh on you a bit I, I feel like that's how it went for me yeah for me it kind of started in well, actually, middle school, I think I was just, like, nervous. Like, that's when I first felt anxiety for the first time. But, like, in terms of depression, I don't think I really felt that until, you know, probably towards the end of middle school, actually. And then once I got into high school, it really hit. But, um, I don't know. I mean, what did you go through in middle school that kind of caused that? What do you think? Well, I... I'd say my breakup, my first breakup, um, yeah, it's always an interesting one. I don't know if I told you the story, Sheen, I might have, I might have said it in the Discord of yours or something, but I have this girlfriend that cheated on me in sixth grade with like a 27-year-old. Oh yeah, you have mentioned that. Yeah, I, you know, I, I feel like I've never been the same since. Yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> That's something crazy to deal with at such a young age. Yeah, especially like when you think it's like such a deep relationship, but it's like mm -hmm. sixth grade. So I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, man, it's like the first time you're feeling love, so it's it's hard for a whole bunch of reasons. Yeah. Um. I mean, that like to have something like that and then have it pulled away is weird, you know. And it was. It it was healthy too I guess from my perspective yeah so it was just a, it was a hard hit and the hit never really went away uh, and it just went downhill from there it, it really did I mean you know you know about me in middle school and how all that went which I'll probably get into a bit later because mm. it really pertains to it really pertains to um the subject so okay. and I, I I gotta say though like I was like in the Imagine Dragons like at that time and you know that's how you know I fell apart is because I hate I started just hating them and I was like man you know where's this going where's this going and then suddenly I was like listening to me to what was I listening to I think I started listening to Metallica or something I don't know that's actually very true that's a very good point you know you're going through something when your music taste starts to change. 
Yeah. Hey, it changed for the better. I hate Imagine Dragons. I can't stand them. <laughs> I can't stand them. They're annoying. They're alright. They're new, Got some good songs. Their new stuff is what's really annoying. Their older stuff's better. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, you got any uh you got any depressing middle school stories, you know? Um for the group that you'd like to share. I mean, middle school is like a weird time. Cause like you're thinking so much about what other people think of you and like trying to like fit in or something like that. I agree with that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like. And you know what? Yeah. Because I think in middle school, we also have this like personality change. It's not where you find your personality, but you have this personality change. And I know I definitely went through that. You know, I there was something like, that. Do, like in the beginning of middle school, that towards the end, I was just not with it because I was like embarrassed to do it. Yeah. I mean, in middle school, I was like, well, Sheena will get this reference. I was like her ex on easy mode or something, you know? <laughs> I mean, oh, uh, her, her ex was bad, basically. I mean, she can tell it if she wants to, but you know, you don't, you don't have to. But, so you were bad? Not that bad? I, well, I mean, I mean, him on easy mode would still be pretty bad, but I was, I was, I, I was not good. Like you, the, you went into the. The dude was toxic, like super yeah. toxic. Mm. Was that? I mean, you don't have to talk about it, but. No, I can. The dude was like, super controlling. Mm. And jealous. I mean that that sounds like somebody that sounds like somebody else I know. Sounds like a big situation, you know, Cam. Yeah. Like, I dated her, and man, that was that was a that was an interesting time. Well, actually, I have a question for you about. Right. So, when it came to her, because I know I started hearing about her and like how she was around middle school. So, when you first dated her, did you hear about the rumors that were going around about her, just how she was? And yeah, I I heard everything about her, honestly, and I. Re us dating wasn't as bad as us being friends afterwards because I made a I made a video about her basically like an expose if you will you know really exposing who she is yeah I remember that and that yeah I was at a real low point with all that stuff because like I got everybody telling me from every end when I was dating her you know, how horrible she's I'm like dude dude come on just stop you know I really I got off of a really really low point at end of 2015. Uh, I had a suicide attempt. Um, then um, it was really cool. So 2015 was when all the stuff was happening. So like, I'll just I'm oh. just like, well, I'm gonna get my way out of this. And I'm like, actually, nah. I'm you know what? I got I got more to do here. So I persevered, and I'm like, well, I'm still alive. So. I got out the old duct tape and I went on my way. Um, might be too much information, but I did say trigger warning at the start of this, so is what it is. But um, 
I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Yeah, you said something about duct tape. I got kind of lost. <laughs> I, I don't know where I went, honestly. I just started trailing off. But, uh, I mean, yeah, what, what topic were we on? We were on middle school, right? Yeah. I was talking about the... Talking about what? Leading up to... Whatever. Because I was at a low point with her. And she, like... She, like, abused me as a friend when we were friends and all that. That was an odd, uncomfortable situation. If I'm being honest. I bet. I mean, like... And this this is a... This is a less known form of abuse. Like, showing... Showing people, like, what you do to yourself. You know, like, self-harm is abuse. And that, that also weighed on me severely. Because I'm... The whole time we were friends, I just wanted to help her be better. Like, I just wanted to help her not feel pain. I just wanted to help her not be a racist. I just wanted to help her with this, that, and the other. You know? And that, that fit into... That fed into my depression a lot. And that was over a span of years. You know, I'm... I mean, I, I'm still I'm still going through heartbreak from being broken up with and um well through all the relationships I had previous and I'm gonna deal with her and then on top of all that you know I, I got school you know I don't know why teachers expect you to like come to school every day honestly because you know you got so much on your mind at that age it's insane yeah definitely I think another thing, and I think they've talked about this before, just like, you know, in the news and whatnot, trying to have the discussion on whether or not mental health days were necessary for kids. And I personally think they are, you know. Absolutely. Because, I mean, I remember when I was in school, I had to take off so many days. Um, now, I mean, I guess another problem that comes up is like, uh, how do you keep them I guess on track with everybody else in school because you know everyone would be taking uh, different mental health days but um, I still think it's really important because you know sometimes you just need time to sit back and just like gather your thoughts and not to deal with all the stress coming in all at once you know it's yeah if there were mental health days I think everybody would be feeling a lot better I know that I didn't come to school because I felt too depressed a lot of days mm. I mean, like, for real, like, school, it's, it's all right. School is like really stressful. It's, it's stressful for sure. Like, yeah, I took, I took so many days off because of just feeling depressed and, you know, every, every so often I just don't want to get up in the morning. I just want to lay there. Like still, I got, I still got stuff weighing on me. Like, it just, it just doesn't go away. Especially when you have, like, bad anxiety or something. You know, that even adds to it. And that's just wrong. That was one of the things I was going to bring up, you know, when I was dealing with depression. Um, it kind of, the, the main reason was because of social anxiety. Like, that was a big thing that I was dealing with. And that stuff affects you so much because you're in a really you know, judgmental place and there's a lot of socializing you have to do and there's a lot of things that, you know, are stressful social socially that um 
you know, just kind of amp up that anxiety. So dealing with that every single day and feeling like no one like understands and like there's just like no time to relax and like just figure everything out. It just, it was so much. I cannot stand social anxiety. It's yeah, just same. Bro. I remember it's like, exhausting. Yeah, yeah, honestly, like it's, it's like trying to push a car. And people don't get that. Teachers don't get that. that. That's like, you know, when a teacher randomly calls on you and, like, they expect you to say something. I'm like, you know, I don't I don't feel comfortable speaking right now, ma'am. All right? It's always That's the women thing, teachers, you know? too. I don't know why. Yeah, you know, they kind of force you to participate. Like, you know, if I want to participate, I will. Yeah. You know, it's one thing to be a, a disruption to the class and uh, – you know, sleeping in class, whatever. But like, there was times where I was just like, really just trying to sit there and learn. And the minute they called on me, I was just so like, caught up in how I said something or, you know, I guess I'm afraid of being called on. So I can't even focus like it. Yeah. It just ruined the whole experience. And, you know, it's funny because they want to write on your report card, you know, they're not participating in class. Um, They're not doing their work. But it's like, how can you do it when you're not even able to focus because you're so anxious. I mean, if I was comfortable participating, I would have. But you know what? I'm out of the school system now. I don't got any of that to worry about. So, you know, sure, I got socializing at work and whatnot, but come on, you know? School is probably worse because, like, kids, teenagers are very judgmental. I know. Those smelly bitches, I tell you. (laughs) <laughs> and I mean like I even still feel it to this day like you know you ever see like teenagers out in public and you're just like you just don't like it <laughs> you know what I mean like it's see a teenager oh god one of them ugh <laughs> real like it's, it's it's really like that still um cause yeah they just have this like judgmental vibe and you know they're always in groups and that's how it was in school like it's just flashbacks oh, hurts I had a bunch of teenagers come up to the counter at work when I, they, you know, they wanted some meat, or no, actually no, they wanted cheese. And this dude, he, he, you know, this is like the most, you know, frat boy look on his face. You know, his mask keeps falling off. You know, he like he looks like a big acne basically. And this man is just judging me the whole time. I'm like, let me cut your pound of cheese, all right? Like this man's judging me too hard. What he was judging how you were cutting or something? He's just looking at me, just judging me, and like every time I looked at him, mm. he just stared through my soul. I hate people like that. I know. Yeah, like, like, yeah, like I, I, yeah, that's one thing I really do hate. Like when people just like stare at you, like it's making you even more uncomfortable. And my job is so uncomfortable. I bet. People just stand there just waiting for you to give them food. And I'm just like, I, uh, I'm i just dying. I'm just dying. I'm like, am I taking too long? Am I not cutting this correctly? Is the person working with me going to gonna barge in and just do it in, for me? That's happened before. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm doing the best I can. Oh, God. I got I to gotta work four days straight after today, so, you know. Yes. Is what it is. Like 
another thing. Why is school five days straight? Man, I don't even know. Like, you have so many kids that like have poor Ooh. mental health. You're forcing them to go somewhere five days straight, and they already hate it. Like, school contributes to depression. Honestly, I think I'm less depressed than I was when I was going to school, but I'm still depressed. Oh, 100%. Like, I'm definitely a lot less depressed, but yeah, I'm still going through it. But I think their whole thing is, you know, you have the weekends. Um, yeah. And that should be enough. But um, It's not. Yeah, it's definitely not. School and should be like the worst part, a schedule, you know? Yeah. I mean, but, you know, you also have homework to do still. And oh, yeah, like that's... Homework is stupid. You have, like, some of the smartest people in the world say homework has no benefit. It literally doesn't. In fact, it makes me hate school even more, like, because it's just adding so much extra stress. Like, I feel like homework should have been optional. Like, if you needed it, yeah, you do it, but... It should be, like, extra credit, right? Right, yeah. Like, that's what most teachers did. I mean, cool teachers did like yeah they would make it extra credit because they understood like it's not easy being in school all day long especially when you wake up early in the morning and then you go to school for six hours straight and you come back home and you're just kind of tired and you just want to relax and don't really want to think about school but you, know, you have homework they should be legally required to give everybody coffee in the morning <laughs> I'm just saying we had no, but for real, yeah. For real, school should be—I mean, not school, home. Home should be a place where, like, you can relax and like wind down. But it's kind of hard when school sends you home with more work to do. Exactly. I don't think I did homework in high school at all. I think that's when I did the most homework. I did it. I did it all during um, Connect, which is our um, which is yeah. our free period. So you know, Sheena, uh, we had a thing called Connect. That's when I did all my homework, or I just didn't do it at all, or I cheated, and I looked <laughs> it up. You know, it was always it was always one of those. Um, I'm you know sorry, <laughs> not sorry. You know, in your dumb Spanish class and your horrible teaching. Um, yeah, I made a diss track on her, which is always nice. It has 45 views If it gets to 50 views I will buy a Gucci bag You've heard Gucci. it here folks I don't know what I'll do with it But I'll have it Do what everyone else does Nothing <laughs> Nothing, flex it I don't know yeah, I'm just gonna walk around I'm gonna walk around my job And be like Hey look at my Gucci bag everybody You know how cool is this How cool and kooky am I I got this nice I got this nice Gucci bag. I must I must said the wrong word there and that would that, that that would have been interesting. But uh Okay, alright, let's try try to move this forward here. Yeah, you know what we need to talk about? What? Um I think you guys might already touched on I don't think no, I don't think you did Sheena but or or that I did, but um basically our stories like like suicidal attempts. Yeah, I I touched on mine a little bit. I I cut myself and I used duct tape to, you know. Well, you used duct tape to seal the cuts back up. 
Yeah, that's what I did. I'm like, you know what? I actually want to. I actually want to live. So I'm just gonna do this. Oh wow! I think it was more of a symbolic thing because I feel like my my old self died in that moment, which is a very good thing. Mm. Like that's when I started caring about other people more. And it's still something I do to this day. I always put other people before myself, which is another big contributing factor to depression. Because if you just keep putting yourself last and people keep hurting you, you know, how are you ever going to get better? Well, funny. I was just about to say, they say one of the things that make you happy is like, I think the word is gratitude. You know, that's being grateful or whatever. But no, one of the things was basically giving back to people because it makes you feel good that you gave back to someone. But I do agree too that when you give too much and receive nothing in return, and you like you feel like you're being taken for granted. It almost like has the complete opposite effect. So it's just it's nice to give to people, but it's sometimes it can really be the reason why you have like no self worth because people just make you feel worthless. Yeah, people and, just not like people not being grateful. Like you're doing something for them that that hurts. That hurts so much. Like. In high school, I tried to do things for everybody. I tried to make sure everybody was getting, you know, the help they needed. The ghost form of I never got anything in return from her. I tried to help her become a better person so, so much. And, you know, what does she do? She cuts me off. You know, she calls, you know, she calls Taylor the N-word. I mean, like, what? You know, all the stuff. Oh, wow. That hurt. That hurt. So what's your, um... I know you texted me yesterday and said you almost attempted suicide. Do you have a story for that? or? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, basically, mine's is almost kind of... It's kind of dumb. But, basically, I'd already been going through it. Like, you know, like I said, I was on with social anxiety. This was in about, I think, ninth grade, probably. But, I, yeah, I was going through a hard time with social anxiety, and it was affecting my grades. And um, I knew this... And I'd actually been warned by my parents because I think they had received a report card during like the end of the first semester or something or second, however that worked. But basically they received a report card and they saw my grades and they were bad. So they warned me because um, they were like, you don't get them up because we were uh, planning to go on a trip in a couple of months uh, after everybody had kind of gotten out of school. And they said, if I don't get my grades up, I'm not going on the trip. So... Luckily, um, towards the end of the trip, my mom was the only one that saw the grades. Usually, it's my dad who freaks out about the grades. Um, So she ended up hiding it so I can go on the trip. But um, basically, after the trip, you know, I got into a fight. And it um, was between my older sister and I. But um, basically, when I got into that fight, um, for some reason, my mom thought that'd be a good time to bring up my grades. So I had to deal with my sister and uh, us getting in trouble about that fight. And then she brought up the grades and then I was getting yelled at by my parents uh, about that. And I was just like really angry. And I think I was um, feeling like really just attacked by everybody, you know, Um, and just dealing with that all throughout school. That's how I felt throughout school, because I was also going through different things like, you know, friends treating me a certain type of way. yeah, just a lot. And basically, on the drive home, I was just really in my feelings, you know. The the, 
the radio was playing really sad songs and that didn't help. But yeah, I was just really in my feelings. But when we finally got home, um, because on the car ride, I was thinking about it, like, you know, taking my life because I was just, you know, really going through it. So yeah, by the time we got home, I was um, ready to do that. But luckily, um, as I went up to my room and, you know, was getting ready to, you know, just kind of get in my thoughts and probably take my life soon, soon afterwards. Uh, my parents had called me down, just had a talk. It was, it was a really good talk. You know, they weren't, they weren't yelling. They were just like, you know, talking to me and just understanding what I was going through. And that's really all I needed in that time, you know, because when I was in that car, I felt really attacked, like no one understood me. And that's how I felt throughout school. So um, I think it just felt good in that moment to not feel like the world was against me. And that's what kind of relaxed me. Um, but had they not done that and they yelled at me some more and sent me back to my room, I probably would have taken my life that day. But wow, you have you yeah. have some great parents, I tell you. Yeah, man, they're, they're pretty great, and they've gotten a lot better ever since. You know, they've been doing this thing where, um, if we're going through stuff, you know, they talk to us, and I think just, I think it's because everybody in my family now deals with some sort of mental health issue. So now it's kind of like they've had to get used to it and had to figure out how to really approach the situation. So I think that's why uh, they're so great. I, I really wish that like I was able to say the same. Like I was able to say, hey, you know, they everybody understands this, that, and the other. And I, I'm not in a place where I can say that. Because they don't understand it at all, so I'm I'm just doing me, you know, as I've been. I don't I don't know. Yeah, how I heard it, that um, you had also said something about wanting to start on medication or for antidepressants, yeah. um, and for anxiety too. But um, you said that your your mom wouldn't let you because she didn't think it was real or something. Yeah. That was like how long I don't remember how long ago that was. That was like a year and a half ago maybe. <clears throat> but um yeah. Um apparently we don't know we don't have a forty minute time limit anymore according to Zoom. They just said, Hey, we're taking it off. So <laughs> Yeah, well that kinda distracted me, but yeah. is it basically just like free game, like it's it's unlimited? Apparently it's now. Alright, cool. That's just what they said. They're like, Hey, you know yeah, forty five minutes for yeah, not gonna go that right, well, So, um, uh, let's let Sheena share a story, and then we'll talk about um, medicating. All right, I don't. Okay, she is. I don't really know what to talk about. I'm like super awkward. <laughs> I mean, it's all right. We we went over like, and you know, you don't have to share one if you don't want to. But we just went over our suicide attempts. He didn't really attempt, but. You know, I don't know yeah. if you have well, it, but you don't gotta. I think that relationships can be a pretty big factor to it, especially when you like really like that person. One hundred percent. Yep. I mean, a big contributor to mine was uh my uh depression was a past relationship yep 
I mean, hey, you know, you're you're in a better place now. You know, you got you you know you got your boyfriend now. You know, it's all going well, I guess. Yeah. You know, you know. I mean, he, he leaves you on deliver a lot, but you know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna look past that. I mean, he's a busy guy. He is a busy guy. You know, doing what I don't know. I don't I don't I don't talk to him, but. <laughs> And it's also a healthy relationship, not like my last one. It is. It is, and we love to see it. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, you know, imagine being in a healthy relationship. I can't see I, I, I don't know what that's like, but <laughs> yeah, it's actually, I think another thing that kind of brought back those feelings of depression um, was being in a relationship. Because I don't know, it's like a different type of oh, heartbreak. Is something that's oh man, your um, relationship that you were in recently. I I I will forever hate that woman. I tell you, and I hate her too. <laughs> like, but it's weird too. Like, and I think you can relate to this. I think we might all be able to relate to this. Um, and it's just like when you're with someone for so long, you spend so much of your time with them. As much as you hate them, you still reminisce about the good moments and that part, like, that you can't ever have that again. Like, it just, yeah, it really messes with you. Yeah, I, I feel that all the time. I'm like, man, I miss this person, but also this person's actually really terrible. So maybe I should have missed this person. Right. And then you yeah. start to, like, think, like, dang, maybe I did something wrong. But... I always think it's my fault, which is the thing. And that's also the issue when you, like, when, when they are going out of their way to tell people it's your fault, that's also an issue, when you literally didn't do anything. Two two instances last year, which we've covered, which we've covered, I don't know, about uh, almost every episode in this podcast. <laughs> of, like, me doing literally nothing and then getting blamed for everything. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I mean, I'm sure I did. Like, I wasn't perfect. Like, but I don't. The stuff that I ended up getting blamed for, I had no idea. Like, you, I sent you, you know, the 40 minute voice message I got? Yeah. Yeah. And the stuff she was saying, like, I don't even know if I've ever talked to you about that stuff that she was complaining about. But, um, I think you did, and I, I listened to bits and pieces of it. I got a bit of it. Yeah, I mean, it was just the stuff she was saying she'd never brought up to me before. Um, the way it ended was so, it was super petty. Like, it was, like, the fact that she didn't really try to, like, save the relationship is what bothers me to this day. And that's, like, another thing that makes you feel worthless when they just, like, leave and don't really care about it. They don't try to fight for it. They just let it go. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what she wanted at the, at the end of the day. Maybe she wanted an older guy. I don't know. You know. Like, isn't yeah, she, like, I think that's what it was. Honestly, isn't she like three years older than you or something? Mm, yeah, three years older. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. You know, maybe she wants one of those fifty-year-old men. 
I hear there's a lot of fifth year old men on the market right now. Hey man, she could have had a fifth year old. I mean, because she was around a bunch of old dudes. You know, she worked at Home Depot. It wasn't an issue, but even um, better. Yeah, even better. Like that's that's the perfect spot. But um, yeah, man, it was. I think you're right. If you listen to the voice message, she made that pretty clear. Yeah, it was a great, great experience, you know? Absolutely breathtaking, you know? Her and her her and her interesting ways. You know, you go from uh, door dashing somebody a hamburger to leaving them a 40-minute message. Don't ask me how I remember that. I just do. Yeah, I don't know how you remember. I, I didn't even remember that part, but... I, I got a brain like none other. It's starting to smell like weed down here, and I don't know why. Yo, Sheen, are you smoking the mic or something? Or? No. Probably. I know, I know that you don't smoke. I was just joking everybody before, like, YouTube or something, you know. I actually <laughs> miss that smell. The smell of weed, uh, I, I mean, I, it, it, it's just like skunk, you know? Yeah, it's, it's not pretty, terrible. It's pretty I, stinky, but worse. like, it, you know, when you were, that's a good thing, though. It's supposed to stink. That's how you know it's good, but we're not talking about that. <laughs> yeah, let's like, let's avoid weed so I don't like get canceled or something, you know? Yeah, get demonetized or whatever. Yeah. Well, we we we've covered quite a bit today. I trying to trying to think of one last thing here before we get. Ready. Well, I was going to talk about uh, medicating, but I don't really know how we all. I mean, you haven't. I haven't, so I have no experience. I know and, you have. I don't know if Sheena has. Yeah, have. you have. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of for it, but at the same time, I haven't really had much of difference from it um if anything i'm more because you can take the medication and it might help you a little bit but at the same time you still gotta but maybe that's just me like i still have to push myself to get out of bed and um be productive if i want to be happy um stop dwelling on the past like that's stuff i have to do on my own but i don't know that's just me I think another thing that could help would be like therapy or counseling. Oh yeah, yeah. I actually used to be in therapy for a, a while and I did end up not having to go anymore, so I guess maybe maybe the medicine did play a part in that aspect cuz you know, yeah, I stopped going or maybe just the therapist was really helpful in helping me like, you know, get past everything I was going through, but um yeah, I, I do agree. Therapy is definitely really helpful. Yeah. I I can't relate. Yeah. I mean, well, talking about your feelings, how does how does that help you? Because I mean, you've done that before with me, I think. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't know. You know, whenever something traumatic happens, I just call you or something. Oh yeah. yeah. I just feel. I feel better. Mm. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's just about letting it out. I think the the biggest thing is uh, when you have no one to talk to, 
and you feel like no one gets what you're going through. But then also, I know another thing is feeling like there's no way to get past it. And I think that's where a lot of us feel stuck. Like, we don't know what to do. You know, we feel like we're going to be in a situation forever. And I think that's probably how you felt about relationships because um, you kept on dealing with the same experience over and over again. Like, that's what you've been going through. We're just about yeah, every relationship. I felt like I was being backed over by a car, honestly, several times. And, you know, <laughs> set, you know, so let, you know, just uh, if I were to include the two people that left my life last year, well, it technically be it would technically be three, but the other person I couldn't care less what happens to her. The two people that did leave, you know, I felt like I was hit by a car because it came out of nowhere. You know, apparently I hacked one person, and then the other is being all mysterious and spooky because she thinks it's cool. Who knows? You know. Mm. I mean, I don't know. Again, don't know if it's my fault. Maybe it is. Maybe I'm like secretly like burning down the orphanages. I don't know. I mean, that's the thing, though. They make you out to be this person that you're not. Like, and worst of all, it's like all these things that they're claiming that you did. One, you either never really did or you had no idea that you were doing it and that it was bothering them. And they just don't bring it up to you. And that's what's I feel like that's a way to cover up their own mistakes. Yeah, I agree. Like, definitely. yeah, and make that's... you seem out to be the bad person. Yeah, and I mean, I think that's one thing that you know, my past relationship, one thing that I remember about her is she was really manipulative. Like, she would always make me feel like the bad guy in every situation. I always ended up apologizing in every situation. And it's no surprise that she was the one that left and didn't care. And I mean, it was bound to happen, but yeah, definitely. It's funny how all three of us have like the same exact type of person in our life. Yeah, because yeah, I think that's all it takes is just that one toxic person. I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, you know, you got you got her ex, you know, you got yours, you got, you know, f I I don't know how many times I said her name during this, but I'm gonna have to bleep it every single time I've said it. So, you know, that's gonna be fun. I mean, oh well, you know. I mean, you you could. I mean, I don't think they're gonna put two and two together because for the longest time. You've been calling her by a different name. Yeah. Well, I don't even know what it was. Yeah, me either. All I know is I've been calling people inanimate objects, so, you know. <laughs> Gotta love inanimate objects, you know. I mean, what are they no, gonna do? Clearly not. Well, um, I, I guess that's, I guess that's a wrap, everybody. This has been the depression episode. Unless I forgot something, but I, I can't. I think I can't you remember. touched on just about everything. That was pretty good. Yeah. So um, thanks everybody for being here. Um, you know, China, you've been a great guest. You've been our first guest. Hopefully, <laughs> we have more guests. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Hey, you're yeah. welcome. You know, uh, 
I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna link her TikTok in the description because you know what? You should watch because she's a legend on there. You know. <laughs> anyway, um, thanks everybody for listening slash watching. You know, uh, this podcast is everywhere except Apple Podcasts because Apple, you know, I don't know what they're doing, but it's not correct. So. I don't know how many emails I got to write to Apple saying put my podcast in Apple Podcasts or I'm getting all the Spotify money. So, yeah, there you go. Um, Thank you. And uh, hopefully me and Cam will see you next week. I don't know anymore. All right. Bye, everybody.